Hi, I'm Miss Marcy, and you are listening to Conversations with Miss Marcy podcast. If you are looking for watered down conversations, this might not be the podcast for you. I'm just saying. Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Conversations with Miss Marcy. I am your host, Miss Marcy. I hope that everybody is doing well today. I actually am. I'm feeling really good. This has been a good, productive week. And first, let me go ahead and give my thank yous and my acknowledgments at the front. Y'all know I like to give my my thank yous and everything on the front end. So thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. Thank you so much for sharing this podcast. I do appreciate all the support and all the feedback. You know, people be hitting me up and stuff. And, and I really do appreciate that. If you want to send an email or anything, send it to conversations with Miss Marcy at gmail.com. Also check out my website, www.missmarcy.com and uh, follow me on Instagram at conversations with Miss Marcy. All right. So we got that out the way. <laughs> So, um, like I said, you know, it's been a good productive week. Um, and, um, so yeah, let me ask y'all this. How many of y'all sending y'all kids back to school in August or September? Man, I can't believe they sending these kids back to school. I mean, I get it. They feel like, you know, they don't want the kids to be home too long and things like that. But I mean, shit, Corona's still out here for real. And uh, I mean, it is just... I don't know. I think it's even scarier, scarier to send the children to school. Um, I did a poll on my Instagram and I asked people, you know, how, you know, if they were sending their kids back to school and, um, like 80% said, hell nah, sending my kids back to school. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's scary. Cause I just feel like if they go back to school, that's going to, um, you know, it's going to shit, make it worse. I mean, it's not going to die down. And, you know, kids are already, you know, kids don't really, you know, they're not really, um, I mean, they, they're not, you know, they're not like, they're not really, they don't really care about germs and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And, and then when you're in a school setting and you, you know, you're going to be, it's going to be hard to be socially distant and things like that. You see what I'm saying? So I don't know. I, I just don't know. I don't have any kids, so I, I I have no dog in that fight. So um, I'm just saying, though, I just think that it's scary, and I don't think it's time to send them back to school just yet. That's just my opinion, okay? Now, did y'all get into... Did y'all get into the uh, the uh, versus battle with uh, DMX and Snoop? Oh, my gosh. I watched that shit. That was so good. Man... It was so good. The, the energy was so good. It was, it was just fun to watch. Hell, they made me wish I was there. They was at Snoop's house or whatever. And it was so good to see DMX, you know, with all that weight on him. Because I know for a long time, DMX struggled, you know, with drugs and stuff like that. You know, he was looking good. It seemed like he was feeling good. You know, him and Snoop was doing their thing. Um, I will say that, you know, I mean, who won? I, I don't know. It's, it's hard for me to say, but I will say that, I feel like DMX's music had me up more. You know what I mean? Uh, Snoop is a legend. I mean, I mean, hell, you know, that that's that's a given. I mean, Snoop, but, you know, and I like Snoop's music too, don't get it twisted, but I feel like DMX's music had me kind of more hype. Like, oh my gosh, when they did, uh, when he played, because um, see, the way they did theirs was they were actually 
they were actually performing there's like little you know snippets of their their songs or whatever um so they were like performing and stuff there there was no there was no audio uh you know technical dif difficulties or whatever so this was probably one of the best verses i've seen thus far one of the best i think the worst one had to be the 112 and jagged edge oh my god that was awful I didn't really too much care for that. I wasn't even really paying attention when that was when they were airing that. And maybe it's because they're a group. I don't know. I don't know if the group verses are, mm -mm, but I really wasn't paying attention to that one. And I didn't really too much care for the one with John Legend and Alicia Keys either. Mm -mm, mm -mm. But yeah, this one probably one of the best ones. Of course, the one with Teddy Riley and Babyface. Um, I enjoyed the one with. Uh, who was it? Um, it's another one. Oh, Nelly and Ludacris. I did. I definitely enjoyed that too. But um, yeah, they were. You know, Snoop and DMX. They they had it going on, man. They had it going on. I was hollering when um when they did uh was when DMX performed. Get it on the floor. Get it. Get it on the floor. And Snoop was. <laughs> Y'all, I was hollering. Snoop was getting it. Like, the way he was dancing, oh my gosh. Like, Snoop really is the OG uncle from the fucking barbecue. He is your uncle. He is the OG uncle at the barbecue that likes to have a good time, smoke his weed, drink his drink. You know what I'm saying? It was so funny. I was cracking up. But, hell, I was up dancing too, shit. <laughs> like, man, Snoop, I feel you. Like, I don't know. That just that that music just man. But it was good though, and I, I like the fact that you know even though Snoop was drinking and smoking, you know DMX wasn't touching none of that shit. He was drinking Kool Aid. You know what I'm saying? Hell, Snoop was doing enough drinking and smoking for the both of them. But you know, uh, but it was good though. Like I said, it was good. It was good. They were showing love to each other. They was both, you know. Um, showing love to each other's music you know i liked how when when dmx was performing his song snoop was up you know what i'm saying then when snoop did a couple of his songs like when snoop did um bitches ain't shit but hoes and trick boy x got up like dude you don't even understand this used to be my shit every time i got mad at my baby mama man i had this shit on repeat i think a lot of niggas used to be like that though with that song that was like a lot of dudes anthem and shit bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks child <laughs> but uh, so yeah i enjoyed it i did and um i'm me and my um one of my um girlfriends was talking about one with mary j blige that we would love to see i would love to see a versus battle with mary j blige but we was thinking like who the hell could go toe to toe with mary like who got a catalog as crazy as hers who like who been in the game what female been in the game as long as her got a crazy catalog like mary and we couldn't think of nobody then i it came to me i was like oh mariah carey Mariah fucking Carey. I think she's probably the only female female artist, R&B artist, who could, you know, kind of go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Mary in a versus battle. Oh, I would love to see that shit. Oh, my gosh. Do you understand? Y'all, y'all, man. That'll be so freaking lit. Anyway, so, I want to mention something else, too, real quick. Now, I want to mention the whole Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lane situation. Now, this is not what I actually... This is not my topic for the day, but I, I wanted to kind of mention this real quick only because before I got on here to do my podcast, I just saw 
where Megan actually spoke out about the whole incident. She like, I, I was literally just reading it before I got on here to, before I pressed record. Okay. And so since I had a, I had a little opinion about that and I just want to um, speak on it real quick. So for anybody who don't know, you know what I'm saying? Meg Thee Stallion, hey, got, she's, she's a rapper, okay? Um, she got shot about, what was it, about a week ago? She, she was um, hanging out with Tory Lanez and Kylie Jenner and whatever, whatever. And I guess when they left the party, whatever, um, her, uh, it's alleged that her and Tory Lanez, who's also a rapper, you know, he shot her in the foot or whatever. And, um, you know, I mean, I don't really get into these new artists. I just don't. I say it all the time because I really don't. I be barely knowing who these people are for real. Tory Lanez and you know what I'm saying? I don't even really, do I even know his music? Hell, I don't know. I probably didn't heard the shit, but just ain't paid no attention. But um, the only time I really be really knowing who these artists are is when they're constantly in the media, like right now, like a situation like this. Like if you didn't know who Meg The Stallion was before, you damn sure know who she is now because she's been in the fucking headlines like all week or whatever. But anyway, so she got shot in the foot, okay? she got shot in the foot and I think she said she got shot in both feet well she hadn't said nothing you know she hadn't been talking about it she had been kind of late you know laid back quiet no social media nothing like that so in the meantime people have been making memes and stuff and just saying stupid shit you know like Drea from Basketball Wives got on some podcast sounding stupid as hell trying to sound, sound trying to be cute but she was kind of like making a joke about it saying some shit about um um uh, Megan and Tory Lanez got that Bobby Brown and Whitney type of love and that you know um she will she wants somebody to like her so much to where they would shoot her in the foot you know what I'm saying stupid shit then excuse me then we got the master of petty 50s ass you know he posted a meme uh with uh it basically is a it's a meme of uh this you know the um the scene from Boys in the Hood where Ricky uh got shot in that alley by that gangbanger so 50 cents meme was he put Megan's face on uh, Ricky's body <laughs> stupid ass and then he put um Tory Lanez on the face of the gangbanger just stupid you know what I mean and you know making jokes about it or whatever so Megan finally spoke out about it you know what I'm saying like I said I was just reading it or whatever just watching it or whatever and um she finally spoke out and you know she addressed people like 50 Cent and Drea Michelle and Drea lost her Fenty deal too which she should have how the hell are you gonna work for Rihanna you know what I'm saying? Who was a victim of a domestic situation herself? How you gonna how you think you're gonna work for Rihanna and then come out on a podcast and, and speak on and make a laughing joke about a domestic situation? Hell yeah, bitch, you got dropped. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, so she addressed people like Drea 50 or whatever. And to everyone's surprise, 50 actually came back and apologized. Y'all know 50 don't apologize to nobody, okay? But, um, so yeah, he apologized and, and hell him too. He is a gunshot victim. Hell, he almost life lost his life years ago. How, like people, you know what? People do so much on social media to, to get likes and, and attention and just stupid shit. You know, uh, one of my favorite quotes is, um, it is better to be silent and be thought a fool than to open one's mouth and remove all doubt. That is one of my favorite quotes. You know what I'm saying? In other words, it's like, Shut the fuck up sometimes. You know what I'm saying? When you open your mouth, you let people in on who you really are. And, and, and if and if who you really are is a stupid ass person, you don't want people to know that. Let people wonder. You know what I'm saying? Like Drea, like, bitch, now you look stupid as hell to me. Stupid as hell. But anyway, so my whole point is saying all of that. Cause like I said, I didn't want to stay on, stay on this too long. Cause I, you know what I'm saying? That, that ain't what I want to talk about today. But um, I was just gonna say. I think Megan Thee Stallion needs to get therapy. 
And I don't say that as a diss. I say that because I really think she does. Because in her, when she spoke out about the whole situation and she was talking about it, she mentioned that, you know, she had been still struggling with, you know, you know, just dealing with the death of her mom. You know, her and her mom were best friends. And so, and, and shit, you got to imagine, that's hard as fuck. Death, dealing with death, period, is hard as fuck. It's almost like you feel like you never even get over it. You know what I'm saying? So let alone, you know what I'm saying, your mom, the death of your mother and y'all were close. And so she has said that, you know, she had been trying to fill this void, you know, um, by being around people, you know, just having a lot of, just basically just being a busy body, you know, having a lot of different energy around her and stuff like that. And you, you know, real talk, you know, you can't do that. You know what I mean? Cause not everybody is good for you. Not everybody's energy is good for you. So I'm saying, I think that she could, she should go to therapy. Cause I don't think she has, I haven't heard or mentioned anything about it, you know? Um, because I say that because first of all, you know, you know, you just need, sometimes you just need that, 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 um, professional help to deal with something like that. And then on top of that, I think people, you know, when you have a, any type of void that you're trying to fill, I think the worst thing to do is try to fill it with people or drugs, but everybody has their vice. You know what I mean? I get it. But I think it's, 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 it's when you try to fill voice with people, you'll always be disappointed and let down because, and I don't say that as, that as a negative confession. I say that because it's true because people are flawed and they will let you down. You know what I'm saying? So like when you, you know how, you know, some people where they got to always be around people. They got to always, you know, it's just have to be around people. They got to always be in a relationship, always got to be fucking with somebody, cannot be alone. To me, that is scary. That's scary. And that's actually very unhealthy. I, I do. I think that's, it's, it's like a, a codependent personality. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and, and hell, I mean, being alone too much is, is bad. I guess you got to have some type of balance. You know, me, I'm the kind of person I can, I can be a loner, but I can also be around people. But at the same time, it it, it doesn't, I'm not going to be like, it doesn't hurt me to be alone or do things alone. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like some weirdo. Like if I go hell, you know what I'm saying? You know, in the past I've done things like I've gone to comedy shows by myself and had a damn good time. You know, I'm not one of those people that feel like, oh, I have to be with someone. I have to, I have to. You know, I got to have people to go here, to go there. I can't not do... No, hell nah. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you you have your best fun when you do shit alone, man. People draw to you when you when you when you out alone. Like like I said, like I mentioned in the past, I've gone to things like comedy shows and stuff. And you'll go to these things, and hell, people like I said, people draw to you. And as a woman, all you got to do is put on a little lip gloss, a little mascara, put some fucking curls in your hair, and step out. And I'm telling you, you'll be surprised at the attention you get when you by yourself, child. So I, I'm not one of those people that trip like that, like. Oh, Oh, I feel like some weirdo. I can't go here alone. I can't do this alone. Shit. Uh Uh-uh. You are, you gotta look at yourself like you are a brand. You are a company. Like you, you don't need, you know, you don't always need a fucking entourage around you. What the fuck? You know, you're grown. The hell? You know, I remember knowing people used to do shit. Like, you know, people used to work together, used to work with them or whatever and be like, oh, can you walk down to the bathroom with me? Walk, walk to the cafeteria with me. What the fuck? Just go. And I guess too, I always been the kind of person I never used to like the idea of looking like I hang around somebody like, oh, you know, you know what I'm saying? I never cared about being clicked up. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, 
back to what I was saying. So yes, I feel like when your vice is to fill your voice with people, I feel like that is when, you know, you can get hurt the most. You know what I mean? So I think that, um, luckily, like I said, it looks, it, it, well, luckily it looks like Megan the Stallion is learning and she is, you know what I'm saying? Trying to, you know what I'm saying? Get past that or whatever. And I hope she does, but I really do hope she gets therapy. I really do because that's what she needs right now. She don't need a lot of people. Sometimes you come to a place in life. Sometimes you realize you just need to be alone for real and focus on you. You know what I mean? So that's what I want to say about that. But anyway, anyway. All right. So the topic for the day. So I was asked a question. One of my good girlfriends I asked me this question what, a couple of days ago. And I said, hmm, that'd be good to talk about. Somebody asked me, Marcy, Marcy, do you care about your mate's past? And I said, hell yeah, I do. <laughs> Shit, hell yeah. And, you know, I know some people feel like I don't need to know everything. I don't need to know they past. Okay. I'm not saying I need to know every nook and cranny about my mate's past, but I need to know a lot. You know what I'm saying? Because first of all, I feel like when you're in a relationship with someone, there needs to be transparency, okay? In order for there to be trust, there needs to be some transparency. And I'm the type of person, I feel like if I feel like someone is not wanting to share certain things about their past, I might get a little leery. I feel like if somebody don't want to tell you about their past, they might not be serious about you. And now I'm not saying, and, 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 and let me say this, and this doesn't mean that you need to take somebody's past and use it against them. You know what I'm saying? As a weapon. If somebody shares some things with you about their past, don't use it. Don't weaponize it. Don't weaponize. Don't use it as a weapon. You know what I'm saying? So, but I'm saying, I really do think it's important for me to know, like, I mean, you know, especially depending on what the fuck is in your past, you know, like shit. I mean, if you like, okay. So if you sold drugs, okay. You know what I'm saying? I, you know what I'm saying? I, I can, I ain't tripping off that. You used to sell drugs or you used to be a little bit of a player. You know what I'm saying? You used to have it. You used to have your way with a lot of women. Okay. Now I can probably deal with that too, but as long as ain't no residual, honey, no residue from that type of shit, you know what I'm saying? Still lingering within you today. Okay. But <laughs> I ain't really tripping off that either. If that's your past. But I feel like when somebody don't really want to talk about their past, to me, it makes me feel like they're not over their past. Like they still got some stuff going on. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm just not one of those people that, you know, you, you're not going to tell me, oh, oh, it don't matter. Uh, you know, you don't need to know. Yes, I do need to know. You let me make the decision of whether it matters or not. You know what I'm saying? Because for instance, you know, um, I need to know like your patterns, like, you know, what are your patterns? Like, you know, um, do you have a habit of cheating on women? You know what I'm saying? Like every, every relationship you were in, did you have a habit of cheating? You know, um, you know, did you have a habit of putting your hands on bitches? I definitely need to know something like that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-uh, honey, <laughs> shit. You know, did you, you, you sold drugs? Was you ever on drugs? You know what I'm saying? Like some shit like that, you know, um, you know, stuff like that. I think it's important. It is. And I feel like, you know, you can't hide certain things from people, you know, um, 
You ever kill somebody? Have you ever killed somebody? You know what I'm saying? That's important to know, you know? And, uh, you know, you just need to know these type of things because, you know, you don't want to be out with your mate or whatever. And, you know, y'all at the barbecue or something and, you know, hell, he might got that messy ass aunt. You know, everybody got a messy ass aunt in their family. You know, you got that messy ass aunt that just, she, she spilled a tea about some shit from his past. And you be looking all stupid like, hold up. I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? That, nigga, I didn't know you served time in prison. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, so you don't want nobody to be able to introduce you to your mate. You know what I mean? And I feel like no matter how ugly or how, you know, uncomfortable it is, I feel like you, like I said, you still should disclose certain types of information with someone. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, I, I remember, um, a while back I had met a guy and, you know, he told me, you know, his past, you know, he kind of told me like as soon as we met and he said he just wanted to be honest and things like that. And, you know, he, he had been caught up in some, some fucking uh, money scandals, you know, back in his younger years or whatever, where it caused him to serve some prison time or whatever. Now we never, we never end up getting together or anything like that, but it was still good that he was honest enough. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, he was on some fraudulent shit, you know, back when he was a little bit younger, you know, before I ever crossed paths with him. And um, like I said, because he did some prison time behind it, he said he, you know, he wanted me to know about it. And I respected that. But one of my friends was like, oh, he told you that? That's that's a red flag because he told you told you so much so soon. I didn't look at it as a red flag. I thought it was, you know what I'm saying? I thought it was a good thing, you know? Um, I mean, because for all he know, I could have been the type of person that, uh, a guy that served prison time could have been a deal breaker for me. You know what I mean? So, um, he was giving me the option to even decide if I wanted to continue to talk to him or not. So that's, I mean, I, that's just my opinion. I feel like, um, you do need to know things about your mate's past, like things like their upbringing because stuff like that plays a part on that's going to play a heavy part on the relationship or the marriage or whatever their upbringing, you know, um, was, was this person brought up in the household where he saw his dad beating the shit out of his mama or hell, his mama beating the shit out of his dad. Was he, was he brought up in a house where, you know what I'm saying? His parents argued all the time or, you know, I'm just saying like, uh, was he brought up in the house where his father, you know, was the provider and, and went and made all the money while his mama stayed home. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you need to know these type of things because it's going to play a role in your relationship. I mean, stuff like, you know, I, I care to know, like, you know, was you, have you ever raped some damn body? Like now some shit like that. Like if you ever been convicted of rape or a molestation or some shit like that, hell yeah. You want to know some shit like that, you know? Uh, cause, um, if any of that is in your past, honey, we ain't got no damn future, baby. But you know what? I wonder, <clears throat> speaking of something like that, I wonder like for guys who have, been convicted of stuff like that and let's say they did their time or whatever they did their time and, and maybe they they're out of prison now or whatever and you meet somebody who has that in their past or whatever and they have done their prison time and now they're out you know and and they're out now and they're trying to get their life on track and you know get to you know be a better person or whatever could you date somebody like that? I want y'all to chime in and leave a mess, you know, leave a comment or whatever. Like, could you date somebody who, like I said, was once convicted of like, uh, um, murder. Well, murder, I'm gonna say murder depends on the case. Murder depends on the situation. So 
if 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 you murdered somebody but it was in self-defense or something like that like you know somebody killed your mom or your dad and you went and killed them you know what i'm saying i mean I don't know. I mean, I, that, that might be an ex- exception, you know? And if you totally are, you know, a good, you know, you totally are a good human being and you are, you know, you've served, you served your time and, you know, you are on, you know, you, you totally, you know what I'm saying? I, I could probably make an exception for something like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, you know what? This made me think about something. I was watching that show called 911. Y'all know that show with Angela Bassett. That's a good show too. And there was this episode where um, it kind of went back to her past, and it talked. It showed how you know she had was about to get married to this guy. It was like the love of her life, and she was about to get married to him and things like that. And he ended up getting killed. He was at a, a convenience store late night one night, and this guy came in there, and um, he was trying to rob the place or whatever. And her 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 fiance uh, would just happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time, and he got shot and he got killed. I mean, you know, he got shot and he died or whatever. And so it had been like maybe 30, 40 years. You know, she went on to become a cop and things like that. And um, it had been 30, 40 years that had passed and the case came back up and she went and found his killer. She found the guy that killed him. And the guy who killed him was played by, uh, y'all remember OG killer Bobby Johnson from that, remember that movie South Central? But um, the character was played by him. And so long story short, she found him and she went to his house and confronted him about the murder of her fiance 40 years, you know, 40 years ago. And it was such a, it was such a powerful like episode. I actually think I was brought to tears by that episode because I was like, damn. So what happened was she found the guy that killed him. But now, you know, 40 years later, the guy had turned his life around and was like, because they never, they never found the guy who killed, you know, they never found him. They never, he was never brought to justice. He never did no prison time for, for the murder of her fiance. So, but he went on to change his life around. He got in the church. He, he, matter of fact, he was on drugs when he killed her fiance. And that's what he was looking for that night. He was looking for some drug money. So he went to the convenience store, robbed them. And in the process of robbing the convenience store, he shot her fiance and killed him or whatever. And like I said, he was never brought to justice because they never found that he did it. So he went on to get clean and he, he started to live his life for the Lord, even started a family, you know, and he was a totally different man, but she came back. And, you know, this is how karma gets you. Sometimes your ass going to pay on the front end or you going to pay on the back end. And in this case, he paid on the back end. And she came and, and got him, you know, told him, like, you know, you killed a man 40 years ago, blah, 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 blah. And he ended up, she, she ended up taking him to prison. She ended up taking him to prison and stuff. And, man, it was really something. So here's my whole point. Even though that is a TV show, that's still, that, that can be a real-life situation. You know, sometimes... You know, sometimes people, you know, get away with stuff like that. You know, I mean, I really get away with it because, like I said, he ended up paying for it on the back end. But my point is, you know, you know, what if you come in contact with somebody like that where they kill somebody, you know, prior, but they are changed or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know, you know, and and sometimes I'm going to tell you, sometimes, you know, I know I'm saying that I would want someone to tell me what their, you know, things that they have in their past. But sometimes you don't need to know a person. A person don't need to tell you is what I'm trying to say. Sometimes a person don't need to tell you their past for you to know that something ain't right with them. Like, for example, um, I have a, a, um, a, there's a, 
uh, one of my close, close friends, um, her mother, you know, me and her mother real, real, real cool. But um, her mom had once dated a guy who, you know, she dated him years ago, years ago. But my point is, so she dated this guy, you know, she met him, they were working together and stuff and she dated him briefly, but she had saw some aggressiveness in him that she felt just, she just didn't want to deal with. She, you know, he seemed crazy as hell. And they, so they, needless to say, they dated briefly. Well, he went on to date another woman. Y'all got to listen to this because this is some deep shit. He went on to date another woman, right? And so that woman ended up coming up missing one day. I mean, just, just came up missing. And so of course, since he was dating her, um, the police, you know, you know how, you know, they look at the people that the person was close to. So they looked into him. Well, while they were investigating him for her, you know, the, the woman coming up missing, someone tipped the police off and told them, Hey, while you guys are looking into him about this, Y'all might want to look into him about a cold case murder that happened years prior. Okay. And come to find out, you know, as they were looking and investigating. So the cold case murder that they were talking about was a woman who, uh, was found dead, um, years prior and they never found her killer. And like I said, it became a cold case. And, um, so they, they looked into him like the tipper, you know, told them to, they looked into the case or whatever. And they found that, yes, if he, he did, in fact, kill that woman prior. And the woman, um, yeah, it was really something. So my friend's mother, my whole point is, she didn't need for him to tell her that he once killed someone. She saw signs in him that let her know, hey, uh-uh, this ain't nobody I need to be fucking with. Mm-mm. So she got the hell away from him only to find that he had killed somebody years prior. And so they, uh, when they were, you know, when they, uh, were in the process of bringing him to justice, cause, um, like I said, this was a, and I don't even think they even found the woman that they were, you know, the woman who came up missing that he was dating at the time. I don't even think they ever found her body, you know? So, um, yeah. So when they, like I said, when they found the evidence that proved that he did in fact kill the other woman years prior. And, and I won't say this woman's name because it's, um, she's not kin to me, but her family and my family have ties. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and then her daughter is actually one of my Facebook, Facebook friends too. So, you know, but, um, just out of respect, you know, I just, you know, this happened in Dayton, Ohio years ago. So, um, when they brought, when it was getting ready to bring his ass to justice, you know, and in, in, in a, in true cowardly fashion, he killed himself, you know, but he had got a, you know, he had been living, you know, walking around here and knowing he had killed that woman. You know what I'm saying? It is just crazy. So you just never know with people, but I guess people are not going to always tell you things, but here's one thing I learned too. Sometimes yeah, sometimes, like I said, people are not going to always tell you things about their past. People are only going to tell you what they want you to know. But there's a way you can actually learn about people and you can actually um, 
you know, you can actually learn things about people without them telling you just by simply paying attention to how they act or just how they respond to things. Like I said, um, my friend's mother didn't even, she, she didn't need for this man to tell her that he once killed someone or nothing like that. Cause hell there was things in his actions that she saw like, hold on, this nigga ain't wrapped too tight. You know what I'm saying? So, so, you know, you do have to pay attention to their actions and you, I mean, you can ask certain questions or whatever, you know, um, the right questions, you know, anyway, but sometimes people just not going to tell you everything. So, um, but if, if you, if I, if I have a chance, I do want to know somebody's damn past. I do. I want to know what the hell they have going on because some things can be just deal breakers. You know, like I said, some things can be deal breakers. Um, like I said, like I said, if somebody has raped someone before, that's a fucking deal breaker. Hell nah. You know, I mean, I mean, look at like Nicki Minaj, you know what I'm saying? Her dude, you know, I mean, she seemed to be happy and in love with her husband, but I think when he, when he convicted of raping someone or whatever, and I know sometimes it could be situations where the woman, you know, somebody could just say that it happened, you know, but it really didn't or whatever, but you just, you know, you just never know, you know what I'm saying? But I'm saying somebody who tr- I'm saying you know, if you, what if you meet somebody who truly was convicted of a rape or something like that, you know, could you date somebody like that? Um, and like I was trying to say earlier, like if a person like that gets out of prison and they, they trying to move on with their life, do they even, do they get a chance at love? Like, do they get a second chance at love or, you know what I'm saying? Like, does any, does any woman decide to date a man like that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, nowadays, hell, you can just look up some shit. You know what I mean? So, you know, but do people do, I guess what I'm trying to say is do men like that who have been, um, convicted of something like that or whatever, do they even, do they come out of prison? Are they still fucked up in the head or are they, you know, you know, do they really try to move on with their life? And do they get out here and do they be trying to date? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know no, but I don't know no convicted rapist or anything. So I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, what do like I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna find out. Let me say it like that. I don't I don't wanna know. I'm just curious, like I I guess you just wonder like how does the cause, cause you know, we you know what I'm saying is we don't know like their, you know, on their end, like, what do they do when they, you know, try to move on with life or whatever? Like, yeah, like, do they ever get a fair chance or do they ever, you know, do they ever get a second chance? Like, do they, are they, I don't know. I don't know. I guess, I guess y'all see what I'm trying to say. Like somebody like that, like, cause I know I wouldn't date them shit, but, but yeah. So but I know everybody, every, you know, just overall, just, you know, since I'm talking about a past, people's past, I know everybody has a past, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying that to act like, you know, everybody's perfect or anything like that. You know, I'm just saying that, um, I know some people say, well, I don't care about the a person's past or whatever. All I care about is, you know, what's going on now. And I'm just saying that I actually do care to know about, you know, certain things in a person's past. If I'm going to be incorporating them into my life. Yeah, I do want to know. I do care. Um, because a lot of times your past, it 
shapes a lot of who you are today. You know what I'm saying? And um, like I said, like I mentioned, people's upbringing that really tells that that can tell you a lot about a person. You know, um, and you just want to know. You know, um, so yeah, that's just my take on that. I don't want to make this too long, y'all. Y'all know I don't. So I'm going to go ahead and I guess I'm going to end it there. And uh, y'all chime in, you know, leave a comment or whatever. Let me know what y'all think, you know. Um, yeah, how how important is your mate's past, you know? Um, yeah, so um, all right, y'all. I think that is all. Um, like I said, don't forget to follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram conversations with miss marcy and um all right y'all peace